0: Freedom to fly, another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the best scary. Friday, Friday, Saren, Laura and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives. And these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job far beyond the stars.
1: Before we get on to today's episode, that's this actually puts me in mind of a, a fun question that Heidi asked me uh, in our in our chat the other day. Heidi, you asked me if you could be any Starfinder race to actually live as, which one would it
2: be? I
1: see Jess is frantically googling
2: <laughs> a list of Starfinder. Races. I have to look at all of them. I have to look at all of them. It's very important. <laughs>
0: I can answer this question easily because I I had the answer the other day. My go-to is that I would be a Ramiel. They are half Ophidian, half humanoid lady. So they are beautiful women on the top half. And then they have long snake tails that they slither around on and scales that go up their form. They are also all atheists. They are all inherently distrustful of all deities. And their community is based around kindness and nurturing one another. And then they don't need men to repopulate their species. So they just, the ladies get Incredible. together. Yeah. It's the
1: best lesbian race ever. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would be one of those. Probably I would have a, uh, I imagine that I, I would have gold and white scales.
1: Mm, that sounds pretty. Would you still be blonde? I think
0: so. Yeah. To, to match the gold.
1: Nice nice beautiful i love that who else is done with their googling of all of the starfinder races and would like to <laughs> shout out their their preferred species mine's probably going to be a little ba- basic but it's just because i i think
3: they're adorable and i kind of want to be one is a banari. oh that's a really
1: good choice i love brenary they're so adorable
3: i mean who wouldn't want to be an otter person that's just so cool <laughs>
1: It's cute. And they're also like super empathetic, and they're they're actually really known for being really in tune with the emotional journeys of others. And
3: and they probably have, have a love big them. love of fish and seafood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, almost certainly. It's a good choice. I always really liked um the Sarsarians. Oh yeah, which they live out in the diaspora, and they're these they live in the asteroids themselves. And they can actually fly in space. They create these wings of solar light for themselves and can launch themselves through oh. space, through space. And I think that that sounds... Incredible. I don't think that their culture is especially comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they do seem they do seem so I I might like to be one that doesn't actually live in the diaspora.
2: Oh my god, I found the perfect one for me, which I this is, I was gonna say the ones that are like, just brains, but even better, (laughs) Barathu. The sentient oh, yeah. apex of Berthetta's gas giant ecosystem, blink, blimp-like creatures, vaguely reminiscent of jellyfish, with several unusual Ooh. evolutionary adaptations. The first is their ability to rewrite their own genetic code instinctively and at will, adjusting their own biology to allow them to manufacture a huge array of substances and even advance biotechnology within the crucibles of their own bodies. I would just be like oh, that's awesome. experimenting. That sounds incredible. First of all, I would be high as fuck all the time. <laughs> secondly <laughs> Secondly, I rewriting my own biology. I mean, a lot of times I I question whether I am an it, and a lot of times it feels like I'm an it, but you know, he she they for now. But that's that's the vibes, man. No gender, rewriting my biology however the hell I want, getting high off my own supply, mm. literally. Mm. <laughs>
1: That looks so
4: flipping cool.
2: <laughs> that's me, baby.
0: Oh,
1: oh,
0: that's cool. I vibe with what Jess was saying about the the questioning, like the, the being in it, and just like the way that it's just like, oh yeah, this thing is so totally alien to us.
2: Like there was a period
0: where I was like, what if I was what? Like why couldn't I just be a shimmering and be made of rocks and crystals and not have to deal
3: with a stupid fleshy body? I wonder what kind of like aging issues. <laughs> Would have. I mean cracks obviously. Gulfs
2: mm-hmm. and cracks and
3: rain and erosion,
2: I guess. But I imagine they would not change very much over time with age, you know?
0: Especially if they're able to kind of like reshape at will.
2: Yeah, if you can add more sediment to yourself and
1: reshape. It's a cool concept. I was totally wrong about Sarsarian culture. I would absolutely want to live in the diaspora because I just actually like read their page. And they actually have like little crèche worlds that are maintained within the asteroids that have magical atmospheres and gravity and warmth. And they are beautiful and idyllic, containing fields, forests, hills, (sighs) lakes, and uh, adorable little towns uh, so never mind. I absolutely want to be a Sarserian that lives in one of these diaspora and Kresh worlds. Oh, that sounds incredible. No, and true. then I can get my wings of light <laughs> to travel between them. And that is the
3: dream. I, I, I will also <laughs> add Triforians, which is Triaxians. And mm-hmm. they don't feel alien, I think, right now because we play, we're playing with them a lot right now in Reign of Winter. They have a fun culture. When they're not dealing with Drakelands like what we have to deal with right now, they have a very interesting culture and they bond with dragons. I mean... I I want a bonded dragon.
1: I'm so excited to get to this episode. You are about to beat a dragon, kin Yay. that doesn't live on Triaxis and does not have like a we didn't, uh We didn't uh. hear what
4: Angel said, did we?
1: Oh, right. No, Angel, you have oh, not answer yet. Oh, I was yet. lost
4: in the, the solar wings. That was one of the first things I <laughs> thought of. That was in the first story I wrote. That was the one where R'Lora was flying Aline right. around as they were practicing flying around. That one's a fun one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go skittermander, though. I'm I want some oh, energy. I choice. want some <laughs> I want some zest. They they seem to be a little hyper. It seems like they'd that'd be a fun race to be. Be a skittermander. Go to rock concerts, get to all sorts (laughs) of all sorts of hijinks on cruise liners.
1: My goodness, Uh, the galaxy is vast and full of fabulous species. Last episode, you faced off against a lightning elemental and a tear in the fabric of space and time itself in order to secure a signal booster for your drift engine, which is a device that could knock days off your travel time to systems beyond the packed worlds. And it's a real game changer for any independent freighter crew trying to make a name for themselves as you are. You successfully got rid of the menaces and struck a deal with the space goblins Fleagrebe, Goog, and Rattlesnarp to have them install it on the Void Jammer in exchange for being taken on his crew for at least a few ports.
3: Just a few ports, huh?
1: I said for at least a few <laughs> ports. You may choose to have them longer if you want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you also confirmed... Shush. <laughs> What the dock hands working on the destroyed cruise liner that the signal booster came from suspected that the engine had been sabotaged likely by someone who worked on the cruise liner. So you have your next order of business. You have to go secure some business. Tarika turned you on to a necrographs dealer who works out of a down-low club called the Revenant Urge, who recently got her hands on a large number of the dead from the aforementioned cruise liner and already has a buyer lined up for the necrographs that can be harvested from them. But you're not the only crew that might be hustling to secure this job. Which brings us to the Revenant Urge, a busy club populated with mostly undead, but some brave living folks out for a good time. And you've pushed your way through the crowd, skirting the dance floor, following a robotic squawks to a lavender-scaled dragonkin who waves at you cheerfully with one clawed hand while the other pets the robot on their lap. And they look like oh. this. Sweet, <laughs>
2: that T-shirt oh, yes. and is that the a cake? cargo pants?
1: Don't you love the T-shirt and the cargo he has pants? He anti drip.
2: <laughs> this is like he's like a dad going to Disney World.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. this is cool. I like their bracers. Okay, so it's like a purple, purple dragon with these kind of goggles on their head over their eyes.
2: And he has Maleficent oh, the, horns. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I was going to say the purple. Yep. Deep purple gorgeous Maleficent horns and little, the tail ends in a like a, a small little fork almost like a wrench
1: yeah a little, little bit it does kind of look wrench. a little bit like
2: a wrench he's got this a
3: toolkit so on
4: cool. his hips oh man. man this is
3: giving this is giving yep. me modern d20 vibes
2: <laughs> yeah big time he looks like he's wearing like other the bracers look legit um like kind of but everything else it's like you're wearing Skate, skating knee pads and like mm-hmm. skiing this, goggles and then just a dad outfit mm-hmm. you know full like, dad outfit <laughs> the,
1: the rest is it's a dad
3: like outfit it like skateboarder that's in its, <laughs> its 40s with two children yes.
0: this if is, tony this hawk was tony a hawk dragon
2: now. yeah, yeah <laughs> tony hawk is a dragon <laughs> yes. i'm gonna be calling him tony hawk this whole episode oh, this so cool Incredible. dizzy hawk D- oh, no. dizzy
1: hawk you approach this. You approach this individual who looks wildly out of place in this bar, and they raise a hand and go, "Hey there, I'm Dizzy. This little fella here is Digit. First time in this place and feeling a little uh out of place. You know, nice to see some living faces.
3: Uh, yeah, I understand the feeling. I, I kind of a uh, fish out of water myself. And this is my cohorts. This here is Ballad. This is Saren, and this is uh, Miss Fanny." <laughs> <laughs>
4: like intelligence roll for memory (laughs) no (laughs) i mean that's i guess that'd be legit whether you'd remember or not he did he he asked early on if uh (laughs) he could still call a fan he
3: he got the okay so that's uh, true it's kind of a cisco old man
4: kind of situation oh Uh, that's true i you know what that is cool that is cool
1: Hey, well, nice to meet you. Hey, you wanna you wanna have a seat? The drinks here are and he raises his tiny martini glass and brings it to his muzzle, takes a little sip, goes like, "Pretty damn good." I got this round. If you want to hang out,
3: sounds like a plan. Give me the the stiffest beer you got. What do you guys want?
2: I'll have a death in the afternoon. What's that? Oh my gosh, it's really just absinthe and champagne. <laughs> 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 Yikes!
1: But uh, I like your attitude. Sure, absolutely, Sarin. Are you going to order something?
0: Uh, no, Saren doesn't order anything okay. today.
1: Did they
4: recommend the martini? Is that what they said? <laughs> yeah, mm, a martini does sound. It's a necrotini. Good. <laughs> oh my! I'll I'll have one or two of those. A little antenna, antenna That's twitching. Miss Fanny's like full on got like new new form wood because it's like holy crap. <laughs> Look at those legs! They're bent at this. Like, oh goodness gracious! Flight <laughs> form. Ooh, dragonkin. Yeah, next. They're like, absolutely. Wait a they're going through. It's like, okay, so I, what? I'm like, I wonder what humidity levels like the most comfortable. Would you? I wonder.
2: Hmm. Is Dizzy buzzed enough that he doesn't notice that Miss Fanny is like staring at him super hard? <laughs> no, he notices, but he's a really affable sort oh, of good. person. So
1: he just, you know, waves down the bartender, uh orders all your drinks, tells the bartender to put it on their tab. Uh, I've been checked out by. Him. And uh, <laughs> I mean, uh if you haven't noticed, they're yeah, premium. no kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the outfit is given. so he's totally the used outfit to it. is completely equalizing.
3: uh Friday appreciates the purple. <laughs>
2: It's a net zero attraction. Some people like
1: nerds. It's a cake. Some people are into dorky dads. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, Well, I know one thing. Friday definitely appreciates the purple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Purple boys
1: stick
2: together. Purple boys stick together.
3: There are an oddly high amount of purple boys
2: in this age.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just are. a purple boy.
2: <laughs> so you all
1: get your drinks. Dizzy keeps chatting, chatting you up, sipping from their necrotini every so often. What do you think about the club? I'm a little torn. It's a cool look and all, and the drinks are good. But I hear on weekends, people bungee down from the seventh floor while laser turrets open fire on them, and I think uh, I think that's a
2: little much. Oh, I think that's a room. So
0: Wow, that actually sounds really fun. I bet the lasers would okay. <laughs> go right through me.
2: <laughs> or they'd refract or they the, refract.
3: Jinx and, <laughs> and, and, yeah, would they refract? <laughs>
2: I make I, I, I cheers yeah. and drink yeah exactly cheers, cheers again <laughs> Dustin
3: <laughs> I love that the fact that apparently as time goes on balance chaotic just Friday's chaotic is starting to, Start seem to, to- connect a little <laughs> more
2: <laughs>
1: uh, Dizzy Dizzy laughs and goes like hey you know all fair points. And, and the music's pretty good, too. The DJ's been playing a lot of Cyber Grunge dance remixes, which is kind of an odd combo, but it works, especially with uh, Grey Hollow Sages tracks. They really do a lot of genre bending already. So
4: I'm living for the tunes.
1: Oh. Oh, you know, Grey Hollow Stage.
0: I really enjoy their 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 music.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. <gasps> Me too. I think their lead singer is just out of this world. Her vocals are insane. You can't really tell when the uh, you know when they're really slapping that bass with it, but it's a lot of fun. The auto tunes will you know gets a little out of control. with the <laughs> You remixes. have some
2: in Jambot, Saren? You've never played it before.
1: I'm sure. I, I'm
0: sure I have. I have a number of songs from Grey Hollow Stage on. On Jambot.
2: Well, dang! How did I not notice before?
0: But you couldn't hear them in here.
2: Well, it will be redundant in here.
0: You know, I, I
3: liked them before they were popular.
2: <laughs> oh, hipster oh. captain! Here we go again. The captain puts
4: on some glasses and takes a picture of, the, of their shoes next to a leaf. Old Man Friday. Old Man Friday. <laughs>
1: oh. I can respect that. I'm always I'm always late to the music scene myself. I just kind of listen to whatever's popular. Little basic over here, but you all seem to have pretty good what uh what do you do what brings you here
3: well we're a cargo crew in search of uh, some cargo and we heard this was a good place to pick up some work
1: dizzy gets a little more somber at that and looks around at the four of you goes it can be what kind of work are you looking to pick up
3: well i don't want to get into graphic detail here maybe there's someplace else we can talk <laughs> oh friday that's a good one <laughs>
4: I I parry thy dad outfit with my dad jokes. Oh, parry
1: Oh goodness! Kind of like don't uh, tell me do me, you know? Don't get me wrong. I'm uh, I'm not I'm not trying to give you work. I guess I'll just put my cards on the table. Uh, I work on the Wintermorn, which is a transport freighter as well and uh, I'm waiting for my captain to finish up haggling with Rishay for the necrograph shipment that I suspect you're also here for oh yeah (laughs) I mean you know how speed is everything in this business we got here sorry we got here first I hope there's no hard feelings pretty sure it's gonna be a done deal for my crew I'm going
3: to roll a perception to see if I could see if maybe his eye shoot in a specific direction.
4: Oh, like the old it's on fire and they look to the direction of where they're at. Like when they mention the captain. That's what I
2: was going to do, too. Can I also make a roll? (laughs) Jess, we're on fire Yes, roll for it. (laughs) We've been doing that a lot lately on this show. Oh, I only got a 17. Okay.
0: Come on. Load up everything. While they're doing that, does this club have any sort of fire suppression system?
2: <laughs> what a weird question. It's a good question. That's
1: hmm. <laughs> what a question. I am going to roll a d4 on that because while on a space station. Ordinarily, yes. This is an undead club where they oh. typically like to keep things a little dangerous. So I can and maybe do things with pyrotechnics on the weekends. So I can't promise that they but don't like have they don't disabled. their disabled. They
0: don't want their, uh, their thing
3: to burn down, even if it is dangerous. I was just thinking of that. I don't know if any of you have watched the movie Accepted where the fire alarm gets pulled and all the rain falls. The systems get activated, and they just keep dancing. <laughs> they
2: don't care. Oh, I cannot do <laughs> oh, that not in forever. In yeah, you just oh gave me God. such
3: a
1: memory. All right, <laughs> one to two, they have a fire suppression system activated. Two to four, sorry, three to four, they do not. So one, yes, they have a fire suppression system. Next.
3: I rolled an eighteen, As, by the way.
1: You rolled an eighteen. I mean, no, his eyes don't really flick in any particular direction. He's looking at you and drinking his drink
3: he's like i go oh the competition i'm always i'm always around for some healthy competition and maybe maybe you know i'm the sort to make friends with my my competition so you know it's nice to meet you no no hard feelings you know whoever gets there first gets there first but just because he's in making the deal doesn't mean there might not be a better deal to be at
1: hey i mean you know fair enough if you want i can tell you where the office is i love it oh how very kind of you Eh, you know, it's a. I don't. I don't. It's a competitive business, but I don't necessarily think it has to be a hostile one. If you can offer a better deal, you can offer a better deal.
3: For sure. I'm also, I...
1: I'm just really confident, in my captain.
3: Sense motive.
2: <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> I got a
3: 14 on sense motive.
2: Okay, I have a zero to sense motive. What about uh, what about Saren?
0: Uh, Saren got a 17.
1: You both think uh, Dizzy is exactly as they appear to be. They seem friendly, affable, really confident in their crew. But also... Not here to make enemies. Yeah. And they say this part out loud. You know, you never know who might be around to help you out of a jam or who you might want to partner with on something.
3: Well, not to mention we leave the lack of scruples to the big companies like Edgecore. Fuck those guys.
1: Exactly. Fuck those guys. I mean, I never said we had scruples exactly, but uh, (laughs) screwing you over just for giggles isn't exactly my style. Well, yeah, but you're up for a healthy competition. You're not going
3: to destroy us. We wouldn't destroy you, you know, like yeah, kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. Well, where's this office at? It's up on the seventh floor. Last door down the hallway to the left once you get up there. Ah, through all the lasers. Well, they only do that <laughs> on weekends. Thank God. And there's <laughs> an elevator over there that you can take that is pretty laser free even on the weekends. Oh, okay. If the rumors are true and they wink at valid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been here before a lot.
1: Oh, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So this is
2: this place is your speed. That's impressive. A lot of places are my speed, to be honest. <laughs> Very few places are not my speed. You
1: do seem like you'd fit in anywhere.
2: Thank you. I like this guy. Yeah, I like this guy too. I handed him my business card. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Ooh, laughs> Fancy of business cards. Yeah. <laughs> if you and your captain
3: are ever looking for somebody to help with a job or anything. Give us a call. We're always around to help.
1: Hey, absolutely.
4: Thanks man.
3: Yeah. And we go up the elevator. I'm I'm assuming y'all, you want to come up with a.
4: Esk is just looking around, observing everything and sipping a little martini. They're enjoying the scene. They
1: haven't been out in a while. You going to stay down at the bar then? Esk? Mm. Or are you going to come up, the, go up the elevator? No, I'll go up. I'll go up with the captain.
3: Hopefully. I'm really hoping that the bungee pig is true and there's a fight up there and i can take the bungees to jump down to escape i really want to do that so duly noted dustin
4: yeah (laughs) i'll follow captain dizzy what a true pleasure
1: hey you too extends out a party little handshake they give you those bisexual
2: finger guns (gasps) (laughs) these drinks are making me the bisexual finger guns
4: as for taking the elevator,
3: I, I go, Fanny. I don't know what the rules around you and changing shape, but if you wanted to turn into dizzy and tell the captain, you know, that'd be great. But totally want to respect your uh, oh. your beliefs. So if you don't want to do that, that's fine. I'm just trying to figure out what the rules are here.
4: Their their face goes from like kind oh of party God. mode to somebody like a faux pas, like at a party's like, wow. You see their <laughs> antenna droop. Like, oh, I no, no. I I'm I'm fine right now thank you
3: okay you just know. making sure I, okay. I just like i said i I'm helping me navigate these rules uh, r- rules i want to make sure i respect you but at the
4: same time gotta know what we got what tools we got available you know i think one
2: shit captain that's devious
4: <laughs> uh no i think ruining one person's life so far and this month will be okay for me for right now sounds good <laughs>
2: S can only ruin one life a month. It's a policy. (laughs) Lifetime if I can, but oh well. That's a good policy.
3: (laughs) I'll make sure I set the timer. (laughs) I'll I'll set a phone reminder when that month's Mm. up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're kidding, of course. We're kidding, Fanny. I don't think you ruined anyone's life. Don't worry. Well...
1: Saren, are you planning on doing anything with those fire suppression systems
0: so my question was going to be do i think that i could activate the fire suppression systems digitally if needed to try and get them to end their meeting (laughs) this
2: is so (gasps) devious ballad was being of all people going into this completely straightforward like yeah we'll just offer a better deal (laughs) and everybody else wants to be so (laughs) duplicitous Yeah, just me over here, 150 years of being a space gangster and suddenly I'm going soft. Yeah, Heidi, like that's
1: <laughs> something you could do. Okay.
2: You, hmm, let's see.
1: I don't think you could do it remotely from your data pad. Uh, I think you would need to find a wall panel of some kind.
0: So as, as we're walking away, I will ap- approach the, c- the captain and kind of whisper, Captain, I believe I could manufacture an instant to interrupt their meeting. If you would like, there appears to be some sort of fire suppression system in here. I think I could activate it to hopefully clear the building.
3: Why don't you see what you can do and we'll use that as a contingency plan if we need it. That's a great idea, Saren. Okay.
2: Okay. Do you know what kind, though? Is it a suppressant gas or like powder or are they using straight up water? Like... Are
3: we talking like a foam party or a rain party? Yeah. I don't know. God didn't tell me.
2: Yeah, you're going to have to roll for that one.
1: God... <laughs> yeah. God God should have made you roll a perception check <laughs> check in so the devout. first place. So
0: for <laughs> uh, per, uh, perception or
1: No, you're gonna if when you find a wall panel, you're not gonna be able to tell. Well, I suppose you could if you were able to locate the different nozzles, you would be able to tell what they might produce
2: I feel like it would be some cool make me a perception based technology. You
1: know? Oh no.
4: That was a natural one. Oh no <laughs> You know, Saren just as a Inside information, some races that uh, do, don't require oxygen, sometimes the best fire suppression is just removing oxygen from the environment. Some people need oh, that shit. to breathe but some people don't.
2: Yeah, like me. <laughs> well,
0: we all have environmental protections and our helmets that provide us with breathable air if we need it.
1: You guys are all so smart. So all of the other living beings in this Eoxian club are on their own. Well, I don't want to harm
3: Hard <laughs> Dizzy that much,
4: so... <laughs> Saren
1: is so cold. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fanny just threw that out as far as non-oxygen breathing perspective. You know, just putting it in out there.
0: All right, yeah, my perception check was real bad, so didn't give see me, them. Give me a
2: number.
1: How six? Bad? Six. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one for a six oh There are no apparent nozzles in here <laughs>
3: okay. Your perception is, oh, this place plays
1: music This place plays music there, I'm in a club All of the sensations are very
2: loud and overwhelming So
0: The noise really rings through my lattices in a way that's discom- discomfiting
2: Uh oh, let's make this quick then
3: Yeah, Let's let's get in and get out
1: all right. So you're going up to a different floor and I will allow you to make a separate perception check if you like to see if you can determine how you might gain access to these systems. Okay.
2: Can I aid based on knowledge of the layout or something? I don't know. Cause it's like kind of an underground-y place. Yeah. You've been here a lot. You know where the fire alarms are. I got a 21 to 8. So I aid at least. All right.
0: So that makes my total roll a 23, 16 on the die yes. plus the two to aid. So.
2: Oh, I got a sixteen too. Okay, great. When you get off the
1: elevator, there is a computer panel located relatively close as you step out into the hallway.
0: Do you want me to stay here and then, while you're in the meeting, you can message me if you need me to activate something?
2: Yeah, that
1: sounds like a that sounds
3: like an idea. Just stay on combs. We'll do.
2: To like ninety nine percent it. <laughs> <laughs> <And then
3: we've-
2: laughs> Video game brain.
3: <laughs> Saren
0: will lean up against the wall with her big stompy boots and prop one leg on the wall and arms crossed in front of her. I hit a saw with charming veneer again. Good
1: All stuff. right, fantastic. So everyone but Saren moves down the hall, and Saren, as you're standing there next to the elevator, you do see that Dizzy has come up behind you. Dizzy casts you a, a sort of confused look. You doing okay? Oh, just some sensory
0: problems there's a lot of noise and there i just let the i let the talking ones do the talking
1: hey i get it makes sense to me well uh you know see you later and he goes off down the hallway after the other three
3: i i do by the way i want to check to see if there's bungee jumps up j- bungee cords up here
1: i'm not gonna make you roll for it <laughs> it's not a weekend there's no bungees Oh, I told Sorry, you. Sorry, Well, oh, yeah, they gotta store them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, in a supply closet, <laughs> All and then right. they bring them out to attach. Um, also, this is not a ring overlooking the rest of the dance floor. This is a ah. top floor penthouse suite situation. Okay. So what you're what you're walking along is a long hallway with marble floors. There are seven ornate doors down this hallway that lead to roomy confessional booths, and as you pass by a couple or open doors, you see that each are elaborately decorated. Does anyone want to make me a culture check? Ooh, I'll make a culture check.
2: <laughs> Is it my knowledge of the criminal underworld kind of culture check, or? Sure! Cool. Ooh, 24!
4: I can give you an aid. I get a, I get a, oh, a, I a 20. Oh, I'd love an aid. You
2: got a
1: 20 to
2: 8.
1: Okay, Miss Fanny and Ballad are both fairly worldly people. Ballad in particular, you have been to this club a lot. You're just sort of in general familiar with stuff that's a little more underground than others. And one of the things that you know about is that this club, in addition to being a club, is also a temple to Urgothoa. And... In these booths, different worshippers can confess their transgressions to her clergy here. Instances where they exemplified temperance or demonstrated self-restraint, which are both anathema to Ergothoa. So to help these heretics atone for their blunders, members of the church use these confessional booths to simulate the subject's wildest fantasies, hoping to rehabilitate them of their moderation. Wow.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. There must be some freaky shit going on in there. Absolutely. It's
1: also a very convenient sort of cover for anyone doing a little business on the side. Just because this club is chaotic and people who might be, uh, who might care about this sort of thing still don't typically spend a lot of time investigating this particular club. My goodness.
4: (laughs) If I still had a trust fund, my... (laughs) dads would have immediately cut me out if they caught me in a place like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, yes. This is very... Mm-mm. Uh, Calistrians <gasps> d- would
2: not approve of this place. Ballad gives Eska side eye because they don't know anything about what they're talking about. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and they're logging <laughs> that away for later. They're like, uh, mm-hmm. some things are clicking. <laughs>
1: So as you walk down this hallway, two people are emerging from the last booth on the right. A deep scarlet human woman with white hair, a silver-furred isoki with orange eyes and a scowl. And they are being shown out by a Lucandrian woman with violet hair and pale blue skin that just seems to emanate light. And the Lucandrian woman says, always a pleasure, you cunning little rat. The Isoki just rounds on her and makes a pained gesture and says, I'm hurt, Rishay. How could you call me that after all the times we've ripped each other off? And Riche Rishay smirks and retreats back into her booth. And this is about when Dizzy comes up from behind you and kind of comes around your little group and goes, Hey, Neva, how did it go? Fine. Got the gig. Who are you? She's staring at Friday.
3: Oh, we're here to see if we can kind of beat you up for the gig.
1: Ah, uh, well... A little too late for that. Are you uh on a rival crew? Got a ship? Yeah,
3: yeah. We got a we got a new ship ourselves called the Bolt Wood Jammer. Wow. Uh, Friday might be a little uh, interested. <laughs> <A>
2: little, <laughs> little tongue-tied. Little tongue-tied around this woman.
4: No wonder they're being a chatty caffy.
2: Does the Isoki seem like an Akiton kind of... Because I know there are a lot of uh, uh, Isoki on Akiton. Is it th- maybe this is someone infamous. So maybe I could make a culture check for underground knowledge. <laughs> make me a culture check. Okay, well, I got a 26. 26. That's pre- I rolled a
1: nat 20. Hang on, let me consult my notes on this particular Isoki. I
2: like his little topknot. I mean, it's not a top knot, but his little hair whorl. Rat bun. Ponytail.
1: <laughs> Rat tail. Rat tail.
2: Neva is a she-her. Oh, okay. you did
1: not realize an ID. I had not specified, so. All right. So on a 26, which is a pretty good roll, and you are very familiar with both the Underworld and Akuton, this Isoki's accent is not Akatonian, it is Brethidin, but you heard Dizzy call her Neva, which... After a little thinking, it does remind you that a few years back, there was talk of a Neva Rovo working at Vitaritech, which is a really large Thast- Thasteron mining company out in the Winterlands on Akiton. And Neva Rovo discovered that the machines they assembled were actually experimental atmospheric regenerators that could incinerate the surface of the entire planet. <gasps> And she blew the whistle. On oh, it.
2: oh my gosh! You, I know you. Well, I know of you. It was a whole thing like, on Akutan. I lived there. I mean, sorry, I'm not like. I know you don't know me. I'm Ballad, just FYI. <laughs> oh yeah, nice,
1: nice to meet you. I guess uh, Neva, Nemolith, and I'm uh, um, see you already. Met Dizzy. She kind of gives. She gives Dizzy a little, just a small glare.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's cool.
1: Been talking, Dizzy? How many necrotinis did you have? Ah, two. He blinks. Three. You were up here a long time. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, the crew of the, what'd you say your ship was called? The Void Jammer. This is the Void Jammer. The what? The Void Jammer. What's a Void Jammer?
2: That's not clicking. It's just a fun little name. Don't just worry about it. It's a fun
3: name <laughs> for our ship. It's nothing special. It's just that, you know, your standard sledgehammer uh, just has a little bit more space than most, most ships do.
1: Oh my goodness, you say that, huh? You say that out loud? Uh-oh.
3: Yeah, I should not say that out loud. No, I don't say that <laughs> out loud. Let me just
1: make a quick <laughs> little perception check.
2: <laughs> no, Abby's not letting you roll it back, Dustin. You said those words out loud, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? That's like our one, <laughs> that's our one edge. That's our
1: one thing. Fortunately for you, Neva's a bit distracted. Oh, Thank goodness. <laughs>
3: Good. Yeah, it's a it's a fairly it's a, it's a brand new ship. We're we're a tried and tested crew, but it's a brand new ship. We're just picking up some jobs. We're kind of the best out there.
2: Oh, Captain, stop bragging. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, Captain. We oh, pleasantries, wonderful to meet everyone. Well, things to do, people to talk to. Captain, after you.
2: Yeah, let's go Friday. You that. notice
1: that as you're talking, the the woman, ne- the human woman, Nemolith, is just. Kind of staring at staring at you with her head cocked to the
2: side a little bit. Valid's gonna slyly reach behind her neck and have her solar weapon wrap around her hand and just kind of do a fake yawn, like, ah, oh. you know, she doesn't like how this lady's looking at her captain, and mm-hmm. she's she's doing her wharf thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the security officer.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, luckily. Friday's good talking, but he's kind of an idiot. (laughs) 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 You know, I see you guys got there, but we're going to have a discussion. See if maybe we can beat your prices.
1: Friendly style. Friendly, you know. Neva kind of quirks and I was like, all right, good luck, I guess. We got to be going anyway. She turns to Dizzy, goes, tell Jinx to pick us up. We're leaving. And Dizzy responds in signed common, making their left hand into a fist at about shoulder height and bobbing it back and forth. And the three of them start walking away down the hall. (sighs) background question. Sure. Abby, so for Galactic Mistress, this is my
4: proposal. Take it as you will. R'alora in one shape or another has interacted or been on Absalon in different capacities. Would there be a possibility that they have an in with maybe somebody at the docks where it's, can you slow them down? Sort of Ooh. thing. Like Deep Space Ooh. Nine where Cisco, um, I think, slowed Ooh. down a ship by doing, like, everything by the book.
1: You are correct oh uh, that he ordered, <laughs> like, a very thorough inspection of all of the cargo. Yep, I remember that. Like, pulling oh, any
4: string that they, they can, like, either drinking buddies, anything.
3: Well, I mean, I, uh,
4: Friday did make friends with some crews down there.
3: I don't know if that would do anything. Uh,
1: no, not other crews. What was Esk's job? Okay, on Ask the station. was a maintenance worker
4: technician. I remember the backstory. He was crawling through service ducts to a al- He was working like on alignment items. So uh, let me see. Billy was a dock operator. God, if this was among us, we'd be the sus. It'd either be between Esk with their mind. maintenance or Billy as like the dock operations. Or maybe there's an old military person who's retired to the Absalon
1: station and it's kind of pulling one of those, I got a military buddy. I will let you roll for it. I'm trying to decide <gasps> what I will have you.
3: I, I will give you my hero point, Angel, for of <gasps> fun, if that helps make it easier.
1: Just because even if it's just like
4: the slightest slowdown where <laughs> they don't take off immediately...
2: Yeah, could I also maybe relay? I know I do this all the time. <laughs> I could relay with Xavius to be like, "Hey, go help these people slow these other people down." If you could, I am like, sibling. I am only time. going to
1: allow one of you to affect <laughs> to affect. Okay, this okay. slowdown.
2: <laughs> that's that's Dustin, Totally fair. I have to be shameless. Oh no, and absolutely. Ask these things,
1: I one so. hundred percent understand, <laughs> Dustin. You may give Angel your hero point for a reroll, though. Angel, I'm letting you know right now, this DC is very high. Okay. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Uh, <laughs>
2: as it should be for the ass. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's just an off chance, you know? Yeah, just on the off chance. Let me see. Let me look through the possible skills that I could make you roll for this. I'm going to make you roll diplomacy.
4: Okay. Tell remember, you have a plus one. Okay, so that's a grand total of two.
1: I have set the DC oh, in goodness. my head. Okay. And you will roll twice. Okay. And that's diplomacy, right? Diplomacy. Can we give him an aid? Describe how you would aid him.
3: I have worked in bureaucracy for 20 years as the head of a starship for Edgecorp. So I'm very familiar with bureaucracy inner workings, including
4: working with docking stations and ships. Okay. Then you may aid. There you go. All right. All right. Here we go. There's one. Oh, of course. I'm not surprised. I saw that coming. Nope, Jesus. <laughs> I should have been like, Jess,
1: roll for me.
3: But you I failed wanted... <laughs> more than five. You
1: failed more than five. Happened. I'm sure you of it. You failed by more than five. Absolutely. Two so you may have no, two inspo. Two. You may Whoa. have two inspo points because those were dramatic failures. I also forgot to mention when Angel used his hero point, and I want I want you to get something for that, even if you um, absolutely with my one in nine roll. <laughs> Even uh, point you absolutely inspired yourself twice
3: (laughs) with those roles. We should, by the way, not everybody who listens to this show listens to...
1: Oh, sure. I mentioned that we'd talk about it when it came up. So we we have a new thing that we're doing across all of our shows for Fantastic Worlds Productions that I think is a really fun idea that Dustin came up with, where essentially we are going to reward failure on this show because... Failure is how you learn. It is how you actually get experience that teaches you how to do a task better in the future. So every time you fail a roll by five or more, lower than the DC then uh, you will be getting an inspiration point and you can, and you can add your inspiration points to roles of your choosing. So you can like add a plus one if you have one inspiration point. So angel gets two inspiration points. Yay. for being so inspiring. <laughs> so bad. And because <laughs> you did use a hero point on that role, I am going to say that your buddy in station maintenance was really apologetic and say, and just told you like, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm on thin ice with the, boss right now as it is I can't help you with this one but I promise if you call in a favor in the future I got you I got you all right I appreciate yeah. it so you do have a future favor future favor from okay. a dog- and I won't and I won't even make you roll for it but you just can't use it now. So go ahead and remind me of that if such a situation ever comes up.
3: There is one other thought I had, but I, I think it might be pushing it, is Saren could put an alert out for their ship saying that there's a possible contagion on their ship and that it has to be fumigated <laughs> through Peter's check. so
1: deep. <laughs> How would Saren
2: put an alert out? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, do the computer stuff. That's what
2: he would say. <laughs> <laughs> she would have to find a terminal of some kind, right? Related to mm-hmm. that. So.
1: One that was linked to the station security network and not just a computer in this club.
0: So let's say we haven't even talked to Risha yet, right? We haven't even tried to get the shipment le- legitimately. But we Saren could, if we can't do that, CFG could hack into Rishay's thing and change the change the shipment order location to be delivered to our ship.
3: <laughs> oh my god, we are in the building where they would send that off is that order.
1: Fucking
4: hilarious.
2: <laughs> <sighs> oh,
4: oh, Chief Engineer. Oh, so good. You are
2: all <laughs> You are all on fire today with <laughs> these crazy ass ideas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Though, that that said, we wouldn't get paid. We would just have the stuff.
1: Well, I I actually would remind you, um, Rishay just has the stuff. The buyer for the stuff is in Vesk 2. And the whole plan was to try to scoop this job before another crew could do it, because the buyer will buy it from <gasps> whomever. I like so this we idea. would be
2: cutting out giving any of our profit, too. We would just get straight profit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, Saren, you
1: would be stealing from Riche, which could have repercussions. But
2: <laughs> I, we stole from fucking sinjin dude. I like. <laughs> yes, let's get I'm every major crime syndicate think? against us. We can. We <laughs> can have yeah. every gun pointed at us. <laughs>
4: Well, we could just steal it. Well, not steal it. We could just give them their cut anyway.
3: Here's what we do. Saren, if you think you can pull this off, we'll just send Rishi a nice little message and say, hey, this accidentally got shipped to us. We know it's a mistake. We know
4: where it's going, though. We'll send you your cut when we get there. We're happy to help. What do you
2: all say? That's hilarious.
4: This is all on text messages, though, because we're in the hallway these people, right? We can't have discussion.
1: Well, everybody, they already left, right? Yeah.
4: Oh, they left. Okay.
1: Well, there are people in these confessional booths but they are a little distracted by experiencing their most wild fantasies.
2: They are having Hellraiser moments up in there, so.
1: I will say that Rishay is still in her confessional booth, and I didn't say that she'd closed the door.
3: Yeah, I I would say we're doing these over.
1: Okay. (laughs)
0: Well, Saren's far enough away that to communicate with your, you, you would need to text or call. Yeah.
1: I would
3: also say it's so loud that we don't want to be screaming out everything anyway. Yeah. so
4: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's why Relora did it on the sneak with a, it's like, oh, wait a minute, let me just put in a quick text.
0: Well, what do you think, Saren? I mean, I can certainly try. Do you want to, do you want to try to, to convince Rishay to give us the job instead?
3: Uh, I think the job's already been given out. So if we can get this did, done this way, there's probably be a better way of handling
2: it and we could at least try and then we still do the same shit
4: we could do a two-tier approach we do have a faster ship
2: she'll probably be suspicious if we do try to talk to her i don't know your call i don't care it's funny either way
3: i'm gonna leave it to the captain on this one Saren. why don't you see if you can get the delivery ship to our ship and if you can't then i'll go talk to rishi
2: oh that's a good idea do it the other way around
3: there is
0: a possibility that if i do this i will alert people via you know i mean hacking has inherent consequences but i'll do my best I believe in you.
2: <laughs> it's I. Plus, underground people appreciate. <laughs> this is all happening via text, so Ballad is obviously sending tons of Ballad emojis in between all of her te- texts. <laughs> Winky face.
3: Hey, if push comes to shove, they'll just appreciate the initiative. I really don't think they will.
2: Underground types always appreciate when you try and shaft each other. I promise you. It's like, it's a it's a power play. Okay, so what are you going to do? <laughs> What's the plan? Just tell me what you want to do. <laughs> it
0: sounds like it sounds like we've landed in a place of I'm going to try and okay. hack and uh, change the the ship, shipment shipment manifest <laughs> to to be shipped to wow. our talking
1: penny. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: <laughs> I should have. Yes. I still have two hero Fine. points. I'm going to commit a hero point to this. Great. Um, <laughs>
2: I'm so happy for you. I think you can only use one hero point like in an act for an action, right? Cuz I was like, I'll yeah. donate you one of mine. But Heidi, beautiful Heidi, lovely yeah. Heidi.
1: Chaotic, rambunctious, <laughs> I want to strangle you a little bit right now, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I think we are going to do this cuz you're trying to hack into Well, essentially you're trying to hack into Riche's database. Which I am going to say is cloud based okay. because many databases are. And you are just attempting to bypass the security on it to be able to reroute the shipping order so that when the dock workers at her warehouse get it, they will send it to the Void Jammer. Yes. I will say esque. Would know some dock workers, and you can potentially aid you can aid Saren because you know what database they use. Oh,
4: perfect. Okay,
1: like I wonder if my old password still works. And the computer, I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that this is a tier two computer. Go ahead and roll for it.
4: Heidi, Heidi, I got a twenty six okay. on Hero Lab. Okay, uh, rolling
0: on Hero Lab first of two rolls. That is a 16 plus 11 for 27. Should I roll again just to, just because I used a hero point? Yeah, you
1: might get a natural 20. Okay. Yeah.
0: I did not. I got a 7 for an 18. So.
1: Okay. Well, then you definitely want to go with that first roll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you hack into the database that the dock workers use, and you are able, with Esk's help, to change the address that it is being delivered to. I will remind the four of you that it's going to take three days days for the signal booster to be, you know, added to your drift engine. That's a couple of days in which someone who was interested in where a missing shipment may have gone would be able to find you. Should we have
4: a substitute shipment take it in so that they have something with them? Although it's the wrong product. Well, that's a good
2: idea.
0: That would require a hack to, uh, or a computer check to create
4: or a forgery. No, we could do a, we could do it an emergency last minute requisition. It wouldn't have to be forged. We could actually just have the request made. They take requests all the time. So we could just say, this is the, what was requested on this date. Not a lie. To be delivered at this time? Yeah, maybe like to say delay in shipment or something like that.
3: Delayed delivery. Maybe they're maybe their <gasps> docks are overwhelmed. We could have the goblins deliver it. going,
1: hey, this is
4: from Riche. Where it was supposed to drop this off here? Yeah, I
0: I don't know what to do yeah. at this point because like
1: I think that you're just gonna have to roll the dice on it. Not literally. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Take that turn You have
1: taken it in this direction, and this is the direction that it is going in. I just wanted to just wanted to bring that up sure that's hilarious yeah. All right. i love us <laughs> okay so you change the instructions that the dock workers have gotten
0: yep <laughs> we leave and the club you leave
1: the club okay wonderful excellent
3: <laughs> never even met <laughs> there's, there's a lot of us just going to the place we're supposed to and realizing we don't want to do it this way and then turn yep. around and leave
2: we could go tell her we could be like hey guess what you know, who you, you, you don't want to work with? People who can't avoid this happening. Because look what we just did—we redirected that shipment to us. Why don't you choose us instead? We're clearly better. Actually, capable. you know what?
3: I, what the hell? I'm going to do that.
2: I'm going to let's, let's just
3: make this dirty.
2: Let's just make
4: this dirty. Oh and my chaotic. god! <laughs> Captain. Dirty. No. I have to suggest
0: that. Come on. It's please, fun. please don't bring the heat down on okay. us
3: so fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. So you're going to, so you are going to go talk to Risha. Oh my.
3: All right. <laughs> well, well, I turned to the crew and go, well, we're part of team. I'm not going to make this decision that's going to put you in, put us in harm's way or potentially put us in harm's way without you guys all thinking it's okay.
0: Um, I don't think it's okay. I think frankly, I should work as fast as I can to try and, to try and get this new drift engine installed faster than the goblins said they could do it.
4: Okay. What about you two? Ballad, Danny? So, from what I've observed, these two individuals are used to a lot of backstabbing, duplicitous, and questionable behavior. It could be that Gambit may pay off as they're used to communicating with each other in this fashion. That's their language. Maybe it's their love language. But that Gambit may pay off, so we'd have to really push the advantages of working with us. We have advantage of speed the other side of it is oh my goodness yeah that is bringing the heat on us relatively quickly we are complete
0: unknowns if we did this before we even met her how does she know that she can trust us
2: well that's the thing with these types trust is not the name of the game it's less about trust and about who more about who can get you the biggest profit and who can do your dirty deeds dirt cheap, you know?
3: That's what I was kind of thinking. I, I was just putting myself in my, her shoes for a minute and I would have a lot of respect for somebody who went up and said, hey, we got your shipment but we got it handled. We're going to get you a share and uh, and we're going to get it done fast. I would respect the hell out of somebody who had the bravado to come up to me and say that.
4: Also, if they have additional product we can fill the hole. They don't know how we can fill the hole but our advantage is, is the other ship has finite capacity. What if they want to move more product? Well, we're the team that can do that.
2: <gasps> that's what we could say. Yes, that's perfect-esque. We could throw in, hey, we'll do you another freebie on the way. And that's how we get in. I'm just saying, I mean, it is risky. Like, she could look at us and say, you have a lot of freaking balls doing that to me. I'm going to get your ass. Or she may look at us and say, um, you know, I have an adversarial friendly but adversarial relationship with the isoki lady so why don't you come you know come on I'll try you out it depends how well you can uh, spin your words there captain
4: those are my observations
3: there we laid it all out for you you still want to just head on back or you want to give this a try you might open up some doors for us it sounds like I'm outnumbered I am going to head on
0: back to the ship though to to get that work done as fast as possible
4: sounds hearing? like a plan I'll, I will assist. You folks have this well in control. Well, paladin,
3: it's you and I again.
2: <laughs> this is how it goes. All right.
3: I go. I go up to the door where Rishi is at, and I go. So.
2: Oh, here we go.
1: Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stop you right there. Just a second. Just gonna interject. Cut back in. I'm going to say that this entire interaction plus Saren hacking into the software at the Dockhands, it's taken some time. I'm going to say that the four of you had moved back down to the bar and had did not have this discussion in the hallway. Yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> and it's taken roughly an hour by the time Esk and Saren split off back to the ship and Captain Friday and Ballad head back upstairs. So... You head back upstairs, and you enter the confessional booth that you saw the crew of the Wintermourne exit about an hour earlier, and you do find Rishay in there. She seems pretty agitated. Her red eyes are absolutely smoldering. Literally, there is white smoke curling up from her eyes as they burn in her skull. It's like staring into a fire. What?! My name's Friday Francisco, and uh, I'm just here to
3: make your day better.
1: Oh, you're going to make my day better. You, you're going to make my day better. Fine, yes, please, tell me. How are you going to make this wretched fucking day better?
3: Well, first, I guess I should get you a drink from
1: the sounds of it. She she nods, actually, and sits down. She's like, that sounds nice.
3: What can I get you?
1: That sounds fan-fucking-tastic. Just whatever's strong. Any strong anything.
2: I highly recommend Death in the Afternoon. I will
1: take one of yeah. those. I don't even care what it is. Today, today sucks. It's an awful day. Well, tell me how I, I knew can make I you shouldn't have trusted that fucking rat.
2: Wait, what'd she do? Sorry, I know her. Like she did some stuff on my planet. It's, it's a long story. She's famous, like a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, I know all about her and her do-gooding. That's why I thought that maybe I could trust the stupid. Just. God, the two-timing, double dealing, swindling
2: ice miner. What did she do? She ripped me off! In what way? You'll notice. Oh boy. S- oh boy.
1: Slide swipe on your data pad, Heidi. You're, you're <laughs> getting a, a couple of confused messages from the dock workers. Yep. Okay. They went to the warehouse. There ain't
2: nothing there. <gasps> oh, Snapple.
0: I, I will. will. Uh,
2: um, ask,
0: it seems like, it seems like the shipment has already been taken. This is not good. We'll message the captain and Ballad. Seems like, seems like the shipment's gone missing from the warehouse. Maybe we can offer to get it back.
1: The whole time that she and her witch warper sidekick had me chatting up here, their pilot was stealing the black cards from my own storage warehouse.
2: <laughs> you
4: know, why did we think of that?
2: You know what's really—that <laughs> was an angel. That was angel, you know obviously <laughs> not uh, You know, you,
1: know you had equally duplicitous evil plans. <laughs> uh, well, we so- were going to but cut. just different. You we- we were gonna a little it more we- fun.
2: You know what's re- we're really good at? Me and the captain here, uh, my captain. Please tell me, hunting people down—that's <laughs> what I like to hear. Salad flushes for winning
1: a smile. Say more, <laughs> um, say more about this.
2: Yeah, we would be happy. We actually came trying to scoop that job, but uh, sounds like your duplicitous rat friend beat us to the punch. So, well, listen, Captain here is real honest. Look at him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he smiles. He goes to the teeth, go ting. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> me, I'm, I'm a security officer. Uh, as you can see, there's more to me that meets the eye. And like her, all her circuitry does little buzzing. You know, she lights mm-hmm. them all up.
3: Light them up, up, up.
2: <laughs> we've been in our fair share of fights. And uh, I don't know, we've proven ourselves pretty capable, eh, Captain?
3: We're, we're more than capable. We got a brand new ship and we're ready to work hard. And I think this is a great way to prove ourselves. If you want to give us the job, We'll not only get the package back, but we'll get it delivered.
1: I would love to whip some
2: ass, honestly. I'm so bored.
1: Well, I can't give you any hints as to where they might have gone, and I don't know any possible way that you could track them and get the shipment back. But I do tell you that I do have an idea. You think your ship is faster?
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have a really good engineer.
0: Also our new drift engine, but like, <laughs> uh, it's not installed yet. If we could get more hands, maybe it gets installed faster.
1: Well, I mean, all of you would know that the signal booster cuts literal weeks off of trips oh, out into F, the best. Yeah, It doesn't matter if you get a three-day holdup.
3: It's like an airplane going to Europe versus the Concorde. They'll both get there, but one's going to get there way faster.
2: Oh my god, I'm excited.
1: I like the turn this took. She leans forward, her eyes still burning at Ballad and Captain Friday. Says, all right, you're going to help me get even. We'll also make oh, a little yeah. money on the side. I don't have your necrographs anymore, obviously. She just, god. <laughs> Her fist, her fist tightens and she grinds her teeth. But I know where you can get more. Rygan Vuhl runs a necroforge in the Sparks District with all the equipment to make what you need. His cult worships him as like a living god or something. It's real creepy and I stay away from him. And I work here. But maybe you can persuade him to cut you a deal. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic (laughs) Worlds production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, which we understand, we're so, so charming and funny and (laughs) (laughs) shenanigans-y. Full of shenanigans. Full of shenanigans. Uh, We (laughs) make a whole second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path for Pathfinder 1E, where, blessedly, I get to do shenanigans to Dustin instead of the other way around. (laughs) This, This show is my revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Revenge
2: for Pippa's shenanigans.
1: I have never done shenanigans like this to you. (laughs)
2: That is true. Oh, <laughs> well, you choice. don't have a lot of people to play along because we're all too focused on our our freaking mission. But yeah, no one.
1: <laughs> we're not a bunch of devious, like independent freighter criminals <laughs> with
2: no yeah with no springs basically with no strings
1: on that one. Anyway, it's very good. It's uh, based on Slavic folklore. It is a lot of fun. Go check that one out. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit, or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. And if you'd like to support the pod, consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get behind-the-scenes content, a whole extra Pathfinder 2e podcast that Jess runs, that's produced exclusively for our Patreon subscribers.
2: Where I drive Jess crazy. that one...
1: Yeah, yeah, where, where you, they drive
2: me crazy. Right. I swear that you chose a good AP for FWP, Dustin, because we can't f- fuck around too much. Y'all can mess around all you want in GSOEA. We're messing around here in and, and yeah. Fly Fear or Die. It's
1: too <laughs> epic a mission in Rain of Winter. And we're gay ass. <laughs> and we're gay assed to follow the to follow the plot. I can't you know what? That's that's what Jess, that's what we're missing that's what we're missing from our games <laughs> we we we've got to chaos the party to make them follow the main plot line.
2: <laughs> that's what's happening next episode <laughs> spoiler alert oh boy um if
1: yeah whatever if you would like to come to twitter or instagram and commiserate with me you can find me at bonanza famine
0: and this is your chief shenan engineer heidi owens playing <sighs> Darren casserous <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Vamahillion. That's V-A-M-I-H-I-L-I-O-N
4: or on Discord at Eidolon, hashtag 5836. And this is Angel. Ooh, with the future favor at the Absalon Station. It's gonna be for pure shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> or just something yes, like I super low-key. It's <laughs> like the rest a super guarded recipe. That's that's what I use it for. It's like, what's in this julep cup? Well, we can't tell you. It's like corporate secret.
2: Is it wink is wink? Is it <laughs> i stole the coca-cola recipe
4: oh my gosh that's that's so miss fanny to use that for that um but espinosa 916 you know angel what's up besitos.
2: (laughs) this is jess the good boy for today so good jess is the goodest boy (laughs) (laughs) you can find me at hank the clink
3: this is your chief petty officer at dustin alexander get it petty
1: (laughs) no no i get it i understand (laughs)
3: <laughs> you can find just, me
1: at... I'm just mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is your chief petty officer,
3: Dustin. You can find me
1: at Dustin Alexander. Amazing. All right. If you do enjoy our show, please do us a favor. Help spread the word to friends and family you think might also enjoy the show as well. And we will see you next time, far beyond the stars. Pew 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 pew, 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 pew All the shenanigans, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Abby. I appreciate
0: you putting up with the shenanigans.
1: Far Beyond the
2: Stars is a fantastic worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of
1: Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you okay there, Abby?
1: I'm
3: <laughs> doing so good. What was that?
1: <laughs> She's completely losing it. Oh,
3: We've killed
0: Abby. The
1: four of you are such a headache. Did you... she? <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> you know, you know, you know. What's funny? Usually, I'm the one who's the most annoying. But actually, I've done nothing annoying. Dustin is life. so annoying. <laughs> so is Heidi. <laughs> and
1: so is Angel. Jess is my star people today. Jess is my good favorite boy today.
2: <laughs> I could. Just, I Jess is being a
1: very good boy today and the rest of you are just being (laughs) wild (laughs) unruly dunce <laughs> caps for all dunce <laughs> caps for all Woo, okay
3: because i don't want to have this is going to be a nightmare to edit like why don't
1: we just go okay so sorry that's uh sorry Justin. this episode is going to be a mess to edit <laughs> or heidi it might be heidi's turn by the I time know. this episode comes around <laughs> no baptism by fire <laughs> So sorry to either Dustin or Heidi. Um, and, uh, we will move on.